Welcome to the Art of Money podcast with Art McPherson. Here this week with Art McPherson and Luke McCarty of the team. I'm Jennifer Perry. Check us out online. You can connect with us there anytime. If you have some questions you'd like to address here on the podcast, drop us that email at artofmoneyradio.com. Again, that website is artofmoneyradio.com. This year has changed a lot of things for a lot of us guys, but there's discussion in Congress right now about pushing maybe more money into the economy to keep things going while we fight our way back during the pandemic. So how much money? Former White House Chief of Staff Mick Mulvaney made this prediction on CNBC. My guess is it'll be at least a trillion dollars just because politicians love that next level up of money. Keep in mind, they've already spent between the Fed and Congress, I think northwards of six or seven trillion dollars worth of stimulus here into this economy. So the amount of money is a lot less important right now than where that money goes. So I know some believe stimulus money really saved us during the 2008 financial crisis, guys. So do you believe it can work again? Or is there a downside to all this government spending we're doing right now? Sure. So we won't know the downside for who knows how many years. That's mm-hmm. that's the scary part. You know, I do think the initial round of stimulus, you know, really helped kind of backstop the economy. You know, when the Fed went in and started buying corporate bonds, well, it may sound you know, we may not want the government to own a corporate bond, but that kind of, you know, backstopped the stock market from falling. And so mm-hmm. just depends how much we want the government to own. And, you know, part of his comments in that radio clip you just played was he said it's more about, you know, how much it is and not where it goes. I kind of disagree. It, it matters to me where it goes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but um, I think it's important when we're, you know, stroking digital checks for trillions of dollars that it goes where it needs to go. Yeah. And I'm not saying I know where it needs to go, but I think it really matters. And if this is another round, it needs to be very, very pinpointed and not just a blanket of money spread across wherever. Right. Because if you put a blanket of money out there, kind of what Luke was talking about, that happened before in like 08 and 09. And even though our president at the time, Obama, was saying, hey, I want this money to go to the people, you know, so they can refinance and get these loans even though he said that from the bully pulpit, there was no requirements on the companies or the corporations to do that, and they just got richer amongst themselves. So yeah. you've got to put guidelines out there and restrictions and limitations and be very specific, very pinpointed, just like Luke mentioned, so that that money gets in the hands of the people who need it the most, and it does good economic good. Otherwise, the government's just wasteful spending of money again, and they already do that well enough <laughs> yeah. uh, to just add trillions on top of that um, there's going to be a price to pay. And if you look kind of back at gold in 18, we're about $1,200 an ounce. We're at $1,800 an ounce. So mm. that shows some of the price to pay right there. Gold will always jump when we kind of deflate our currency. So anytime you print money or you open the printing presses, it's like issuing more shares of stock. Anytime you do that, it devalues your currency. So um, gold has jumped accordingly because of that. So one of the things that we watch all the time is, you know, what do we incorporate in our different strategies with money and the different models we do? So gold is sometimes a factor. And you can see right now with our government and our spending, it has been a factor. Oh, it certainly has. And uh, this is an issue we've been talking about for years, guys. I mean, sometimes you can look at any of the typical spending that they do and call it probably wasteful. But uh, that makes a big difference when it comes to especially our taxes in retirement. And actually, Art, that's the focus of the new book that uh, you've been writing with Mike Kinnett there at the office. This is what you guys really help people plan for, because we can't control the amount of spending that Congress is doing or tell them what to do with that money. We have our own ideas about that, but we can control more about our taxes in retirement, can't we? 
Absolutely. And if you look at the average person kind of in our area in Florida, you know, whether it's in the Tallahassee area or here in Brevard County area, you're talking about people that are retiring and the bulk of their retirement is in IRAs or 401ks. So Mm -hmm. all that money, typically they got a deduction on up front. So they didn't have to pay any tax at the time. But now when they start pulling that money out and if it's a one or two million dollars, even if you're just an engineer, something like that, over time, having a nice white collar job, you've got a lot of money in that portfolio. Well, guess what? The silent partner, the government (laughs) is going to want their piece now. And all that growth that you've got on that money was all tax deferred, but now it's all going to become taxable. So you have to pay your taxable income and all that money that's withdrawn is taxable income to you. And it can cause you to jump brackets and things like that. So what we do for a lot of people now, because Roth IRAs are relatively new to the 401k structure, are helping people kind of use backdoor Roth conversions or just Roth conversions themselves and doing some planning over a five, sometimes 10 year period where we can take some of that taxable money and make it tax free money. So Hmm. it makes a big difference where it coordinates with social security, coordinating with your pension plans, trying to make sure that we can put our client in the lowest possible tax bracket we can get them in legally and lawfully, of course. Of course. Yeah. Well, guys, now that our tax day in July has come and gone, we're hoping that uh, you didn't have to pay anything extra. And if you were fortunate enough to get a refund this year, the Motley Fool had a few ideas for how we might want to spend it, guys. But uh, what would your advice be on this? Sure. So according to this article, uh, the average refund this year was around $2,700. Okay. So if that's the case, and if you were an average person and you did receive a refund, um, you know, there's several things that, you know, the article says you could do with it. But, you know, one thing we're always watching with our clients, you know, whether they're working or retired is, hey, do you have enough cash on hand? Do you have an emergency fund to where if the AC goes out, you don't need a credit card or the AC goes out, you don't need an IRA withdrawal in the month of March, right? So yeah. you got to be careful when you pull money out. So have kind of a buffer of cash set aside. So if you got a refund, that's a good place, you know, build up that three to six months cash reserve. You know, another thing we're looking at is, you know, pay off costly debt. So if you have high interest credit cards and you got a tax refund, you should pay off your credit cards. Mm-hmm. Um, and it sounds simple, but it's very difficult when you have, you know, an inflow of cash that you didn't know you were going to have hit your bank account and you want to go buy something. Well, you know, I think you should either put it towards your cash savings or pay off some big time debt. Yeah. And a lot of times what we will do, Jennifer, is if somebody gets a windfall of money like that, we'll usually say, take half of it mm-hmm. and put it to savings if you need to. Okay. And the other half, you can kind of use it as mad money if you want. So that way yeah. you still feel the benefit of it. Yeah. But yet you're also accomplishing some of your longer term goals because I've seen a lot of people fall into this trap where they'll buy furniture, they'll buy something on credit for a period and you get that zero interest for like 12 months. Maybe it's a refrigerator that was more than you wanted to pay for. It was something crazy that you bought and you regretted it, but you had 12 months to pay it off. But if you miss it and you go to the 13th month or if you're slow a month, a lot of times if you read the fine print of those, it'll jump up to like 24, 25%. So helping some of those people get rid of some of those notes that they've had on mistakes because they did all that stuff usually before they came in and were a client of ours, but trying to help them clear the decks like that and make sure that their cash flow is good and their income's good and getting rid of some of those ancillary bills that 
I'll just put it this way. They should not be there in the first place, right, but we, yeah. we help them clean it up. Yeah. Kind of nice to think about, guys. And uh, another thing on their list here, they say, you know, maybe contribute more to your retirement accounts. Use that uh, extra money and uh, get ahead a little bit that way. Absolutely. You know, you can do a catch-up provision on your Roth IRA or regular IRA. If you are at the age of 50 or older, some of that extra resources coming to you could help you make up for lost time. You know, so instead of having the normal deductible limits, you can actually do a higher limit there. You can make up for some lost time that way or do some just side investing where it's still liquid and available for you in case of an emergency, but you can mm-hmm. still have it invested in a savings type of a buffer program, but yet it's still growing, you know, getting you yeah. good growth. Nice. And then the final thing on their list, I don't think we ever think about doing this with our tax refund, guys. I'm just going to be honest with you. But they say, you know, maybe put that money toward doing some estate planning, because I think most people think that's expensive. But uh, what do you think about that idea? It can be expensive. It depends what you need. Um, That's what we help you with here. We say, hey, you may need a trust or you may not. Um, So don't pay for it if you don't need it. But, you know, that's a good point, too. If you have windfall money, if your average refund, like this article says, is twenty seven hundred bucks. You know, maybe you need a will, maybe you need, maybe you need a trust, but you know, powers of attorneys, things like that. Are your assets going to go through probate? That's the first question you should ask. You know, the probate attorneys are going to take their cut, Mm -hmm. whether they do a whole lot or not. It's just there. That's how Florida works. So plan your estate to where your beneficiaries receive your assets and no one's taking a cut to give it to them. And a lot of the things under the estate planning side take a lot of years to do, Mm -hmm. you know, so if you have a will or if you have a trust and you had that formed, the stats on trusts are kind of scary. And when I started working with attorneys on this, I kind of didn't believe it, to be honest with you, until I started seeing it evidenced about 70 to 80% of the trusts that are created are unfunded. Mm. Wow. So that means that the purpose of the creation of that trust, it actually has not happened. So the client that created it, they kind of feel like it's done, you know, when the trust was created and, and, put into operation, mm-hmm. but it takes a long time sometimes to get some of that stuff done. You have to go and go through a process. So a lot of the things that we do from a planning standpoint for our clients take several years. You know, they may yeah. take four or five, six years out. Um, so when we're doing wills or we're doing estate planning with clients and reviewing that, I mean, you may have major provisions. I mean, we had two provisions changed this year. We had one that just changed at the end of June. We had another provision at the beginning of the year, the SECURE Act. And we got to make sure all those documents are updated to amend, you know, if we have amendments that have to be done because of the language change of the legal framework. And then we'll have tax law changes. So we're always in those kind of accounts for our clients to make sure they're current and they're updated properly so that the purpose of it, you know, if it's a trust or if it's a will, can be in operation and and be handled the way they want it to be handled. Thanks for listening. Want more from Art McPherson of McPherson Financial Group? Find us online at artofmoneyradio.com. We are an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of financial and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Securities offered through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offered through ProStatus Group, LLC. McPherson Financial Group and ProStatus Group, LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not 
a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. Art McPherson is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Arthur McPherson. Florida Insurance License Number A174725. Today's show has been a work of art. 